millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome episode back. episode four. Of season two. We're just getting deep right into the, the old pod, aren't we? We are. How are you, Zoz? <laughs> Wonderful. Me and Zoe are actually sat next to each other, so this is really awkward that we're like looking we into, into each other's eyes. Uh, <laughs> sweet hands. For God's sake, she's clammy. <laughs> I've actually seen you for about 10 days straight. It's quite a lot. Yeah, we spent all weekend together. But we loved it, though. We were really productive. It was also unintentional, kind of, which yeah. was nice. It was lovely. You taught me how to cut an onion. I did. Did you actually listen to me, though, and watch carefully? Absolutely. I'm not sure when I'll ever be cutting an onion in the future, if I'm being honest. Right. But at it least you know. For, it yeah, doesn't get put in a lot of dishes of mine. But I'm feeling a lot better than last week, guys. I apologise for my low mood and I'm, I'm raring to go today. I'm feeling much better. I honestly don't think you were that bad. I think you powered through. No, I did power through, but I felt tragic. And in compared to the episode two mood... It was a bit of a, it was a bit different. Right, okay. I see. <laughs> yes. I've still got the cough, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Wonderful. So what, what news have you got for me? Um, what have you been up to? Well, nothing. I've chilled all weekend just for the sheer fact of wanting to get back to health. Mm. I'm going home tomorrow, um, going back down to Leicester for actual, I think it's like five days. I'm going to see my mum's new house. Uh, she moved in over Christmas. Richard actually went to see it last week when he had operation in Leicester and he said, it's mm. beautiful, I'm going to love it. She's got an, a massive kitchen, lots of nice natural daylight and he says, I'm going to love it and I'll probably want to do Just Just Food from there full time. So, see I know, I was just thinking that. And also, have you not seen it at all then? No, no, I haven't been home. Right. I, she tr- she drove me to sit outside of it. Okay. But um, it still had the old, own, old, the old owners in it. And then I'm going to go and stay at Soho Farmhouse with my friend, Holly, for Can't the night. money. I know you can't hide money, yeah. Do you know what? That wasn't actually bad, you know. I mean, just saying that. It was 150 quid each, which I don't think is that bad considering it's like an actual spa. Yeah, and it's like a kind of exclusive kind of yeah. members club thing. 
And also, I suppose you just need to choose a good time to go, like during the week. Yeah, it was obviously at weekend it's going to be. Yeah, it's extortionate over the weekend. Extortionate, or like never a holiday or whatever. And then I'm going to go to Bista Village um, after. Which do you know what Bista Village is? You do, don't you? I think I would say Bicester. Fuck's sake, like <laughs> like Leicester, like Leicester. <laughs> but isn't it spelt like that? Yeah, it's Bista Village is like an outlet for anyone that doesn't know. I always always used to go when I was younger and never bought a thing. In fact, I actually worked there for two weeks when I worked for Guess. Oh, it's, it's in all Oxfordshire. like the um, designer outlets. Yeah, that's right. So I'm going to do wow. that. And then I'm going to a spa day with my mum. Ragdale Hall Spa, it's called. Um, Plutter Hill. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And then a I'm going to see my granddad. self-love and self-care. Yes. It's going to be a week of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't been back for a while, so. Yeah, what about you? This week, I don't really think I've got much on, to be honest. Just work, transitioning into your new role, job role. How's that going? Yeah, very well. Um, Very busy, chaotic already, but that's just life. Yeah. That's just life. And this week, what am I doing? We nail appointment and a wee eyebrow appointment. And I hope you're actually having a fake tan appointment as well. <laughs> She's still so freaking pale. The girl what? works for a tanning company and she walks in like this. Do you know why this is? Because I've not really been doing much, mm. but the things that I have been doing are weekends. So I don't want to tan during the week, then it's a bit messy for the weekend or I need to scrub and blah, blah, blah. And then I was going to tan on Saturday with this in mind, actually. I thought it would be nice and glowy for the podcast as well. And then I spent about six hours at your house. Correct. Yeah, you did, to be fair. So I just put instant on that night. Mm. Which I do love, Instaglotonologist. Yeah, can't fab. Beat it. Can't beat it. Sold out everywhere, though, Zoe. Can't you get, them to get to put it in stock? It's not, you can't get it in stock anywhere. Well, let me speak to the contacts. Yes, you should. But also, what you need to do <coughs> is a tiny wee drop on a mat, mm. a tiny wee squishy squish of moisturiser, and it just blends. Beautiful. Unbelievable. Wow, adding that to my basket then. Should have put some in my hands, but I did not. Oh. Anyway, we have our first guest of the season. <laughs> so just a little bit of introduction as to why we want this particular guest. But the actual topic that it's going to bring is because, as we know, this podcast is focused loosely, but sometimes mainly around food. Um, I have a food blog, <laughs> Instagram, um, and we both love food. We like to eat well as and when we can. And we're both into fitness. I thought you were going to say cooking. And I thought, <laughs> no, mm. she's definitely not into cooking. Um, but we have a lot of questions from you guys just about nutrition in general, how we stay fit and healthy. And we just thought that we can blab on for years about this, but we thought we'd get someone with a little bit more better expertise. A professional. At, <laughs> a professional, should we say. But it's also someone close to our hearts and someone close to someone else's heart, <laughs> Mr. G. We have the lovely Jenna on the podcast. Welcome, Hi. Jenna. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jenna. So Jenna is a nutrition coach. She also is the co-founder and owner of Win Fitness and the co-founder of Cobalt Media, where we are sitting today in the studios, and also Graham's wife. I am. All of the above. <laughs> Poor cow. <laughs> Kidding, <laughs> Jay. So, yeah, we just thought it would be perfect to have you on today because you are a woman of knowledge with... Yeah. Thank you for having me. That was nice. That was a nice intro. Was that nice? That was really nice. I actually thought that was very lovely of you. Yeah. Aww. It's cute. I am really lovely, cute. though. <laughs> I know, but I think, like, you do that kind of thing well because you do have a bit of enthusiasm and you do have, like, kind of, like, passion behind you. We would love to ask you a few personal questions about yourself so we can get into the topic a little bit later. But we'd just like to know a little bit about your um, a little bit about your personal background and how you got here and why, how come you're sat in this seat today? 
<laughs> I'm totally squirming. It's so strange having somebody you know ask you that kind of questions. No, sorry. Because you're like, why are you asking all the answers? I'm like, you know all the answers. Um, where do you want me to start? Like, from when fitness? Or no. way back when? Way back when, please. Way back when. So, um, job-wise, I went to uni and qualified in media communications and marketing. So I've got an honours degree in that. And I worked in that industry for a couple of years, um, kind of jumping about doing different roles and then ended up doing business to business communications. So it was more like managing external clients and the relationships there, which I loved. Um, randomly from a for a funeral director company or a funeral planning company. No so I worked for funerals. It was really strange, but everybody needs a funeral. So the business yeah. was booming <laughs> and done that. And strangely enough, funeral directors like to party. And yeah, so anyway, that yeah. was good fun. And then Graham and I moved to Qatar and we spent a couple of years out there. Can I ask, like, what brought that on? We were kind of both, well, Graham was a bit more over his current job. I loved my job, but he came home one day and was like, oh, I've seen this job, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was in Dubai. Um, I was like, go for it, see what happens. And wasn't this in construction? It was, yeah, back when Graham used to be done a different role, a different job role. Can we just say that Graham's talents. terrified to speak on this podcast. For some reason, he's now a mute. <laughs> I know, you were just yet. nodding there, but your mouth, it wasn't moving. I must say, yeah. <laughs> Well, you have just abused him so much before we started the podcast. Like, Graham, you need to turn your microphone up, you mumble. <laughs> so now he doesn't want to speak. Doesn't He's out now. <laughs> no um, speak. This is Jenna as your guest, not me. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so basically found an advert. Um, looked like a job that he would enjoy, but it was in Dubai. So I was like, try it. I was away traveling for work. I, said, I was down south. And I, rem I always remember it was raining like 10 o'clock at night. I was on a motorway and he phoned me and he was like, so got through to the next level and got through to the next job interview. Um, but it's in a place called Qatar and I'd never heard of Qatar. I was like, I don't know where that is. So yeah. we were like YouTube in Qatar and there was very little about what it was <laughs> and things because it was years ago. And then got the job and it was really quick. Basically, like the next week, Graham flew out to see what it was all about. Wow. Then it was like, right, okay. How old were you at this point? 20. I would have been 20. Something. So I was being what twenty five because I got married when I was twenty six, something oh, wow. like that. Yeah, something so like you're that. You were young then. Yeah, um, I know that's bad. I'm, I've got the worst memory ever, by the way. So I will look to G pretty much for every question you ask me. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, he went out for a couple of months to start with, and then we'd already planned our wedding, which was in a ski resort. Yes. Yeah. So in Courchevel, so we'd planned our wedding. Um, we'd like planned it within three months, but we planned it before he moved out. Um, so he went out, came back, we got married, and then I moved out with him, and then that was kind of it. We just gave up everything, wow, just totally on a whim. That. It was it was very much a let's just try it, see what happens. Um, yeah, and loved it. Loved the total like newly married couple life brunches every weekend. Did you? Back Aww. when Graham used to drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were, were a party animal, yeah, Graham. Out all the time. <laughs> um, Qatar's obviously very different. Um, there was only certain areas you could go, but we would fly over to Dubai. It was only a 45-minute flight. So we'd go over for the weekends, loads. And oh, but that was fun. It was great. It was just so much fun. And then um, I worked out there as well. Graham worked, but Graham worked a lot longer hours than I did. So he would work like six days a week. So it turned into being like a little bit like what we had here yeah. over there. You didn't have jacks at this point? No. 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 And then, and then we were in this marital bliss. Like, life's amazing. And... 
how amazing is this and we love life I know let's get pregnant and we fell pregnant exceptionally fast was that back when you were getting Valentine's cards or free? <laughs> no that only happened year one, year one to be fair I'm totally on board with the no Valentine's thing we don't yeah, yeah not, that was so. a question that we've been asked <laughs> no and to be fair I didn't even acknowledge like I didn't even know it was Valentine's Day until later yeah. so it did, that's it, fair it did give me a wee card for my son but only because my son picked it up it had wheels on it so he liked it so Aww. yeah but that was cute so you but are yeah. thoughtful then <laughs> he's very thoughtful <laughs> um so yeah so we were in this kind of marital bliss and thought I know let's let's try for a baby and we literally spoke about it once and we were very lucky I know obviously people struggle very lucky fell pregnant very quickly wow and we were like oh I guess we're doing this then I guess we're having a baby (laughs) and then stayed out there Jax had his first birthday out there and then we came I came home before Graham he was about one and a half. Um, I don't know how much, obviously, even any win for autism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we realised very quickly when Jackson was close to a year that he wasn't developing the way typically he would. So tried to get help over there. And it was just didn't know the system. It was very hard what you were doing, who to talk to, yeah. to get anything consistent. Yeah. So, and did that make you really appreciate <clears throat> the NHS? Yeah, that we have back here? Yeah, definitely. I think it was more the support from family and friends. Because mm-hmm. out there... We met nice people, we met amazing people through CrossFit, etc. Yeah, so we had really good friends and things and they were all great, but you definitely realise how much you want home and And your family, yeah. So I think that was probably the biggest eye opener. So I came back before Graham officially came back. Um yeah. And then that's when our whole life changed. We gave up normal jobs and ninety five jobs and decided fell in love with CrossFit. Let's do our own CrossFit gym. So we came home and started planning. And we've started planning out there, but we came home with the sole purpose of that's what we're doing. We both never got jobs again, never went back into the industry, if you yeah. like, that we started from. Um, lived with my mum and dad, which was an experience. <laughs> um, they were amazing, but after a long time, it was hard. Um, and obviously, we're still going through this with Jack. So getting him diagnosed, um, and that was a big journey in itself. Ended up, I worked in Tesco night shift part time. I don't know if you've covered all this. You maybe know this. I knew this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We've not spoke about it though. No. no. Um, I worked in Tesco night shift part time because we had savings for the gym to open it up, but um, we were kind of dwelling in that because we found it really hard a place to open um, or a location, sorry. So, Anyway, that took a lot longer than we hoped and expected. Graham done Amazon deliveries, so it was kind of like, we were just, <laughs> honestly, we just were like, we can't go back into the 95 of what we do because it'd be so mm-hmm. hard to break that again. Like, if yeah. we start again, it's going to be too hard to yeah. break. So we basically just done anything we could and we, like, handed a child back and forth whilst doing therapies for Jackson and trying to do all that. So it was a lot. Wow. It was it was a hard time, but then we got the premise and it was the premises and it was just, like, full steam ahead. To Where we're sat today. Yeah, exactly. So that's a kind of really summed up, pretty yeah. long version, to be fair, of yeah. how we got to win and then we opened Win Fitness. Wow. And wow. just a little bit about Win Fitness then. So for anyone that doesn't know, it is a CrossFit affiliate gym yeah. based in Hamilton in Scotland. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. And how long have you had the business? It will be four years in July. Mm-hmm. Open officially four years in July. We got the keys a couple of months before and Graham worked night and day, literally night and day, to get it ready. Well, I remember seeing a mattress... Oh yeah, in like, one of the rooms, and I heard that you had slept in here a few nights. We've both Many slept things. in here several times to like wow. get stuff done oh or God. have, like we've we're really proud of the fact we'd never like cancelled classes or anything like that. No, so if not. we have to, we're just here and um, juggled jacks around about it. So wow. and we wouldn't have been able to do that without family and my mum and dad and Graham's mum and dad and things. So it was really really good. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, opened when, and now we're four years in, and it's super successful, and we love it. And yeah, it really you don't is. work a day in your life when you're having fun. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, opened when, and then opened Encore, which is our second gym. Yeah, and then Cobalt Media. Now. Yes. So the three, and then alongside that came nutrition. Yes. Yeah. And just before we go into nutrition, what's it like owning a business with your husband? Um, to be honest now amazing because we work really well I think there's an element of trust so I know if something needs done Graham's going to do it to the best of his ability same with me Mm -hmm. so there's like unspoken words if that makes sense like we just get it but it took time to get there definitely I think both of us are a bit of control freak and then from my role before I like kind of managerial role and things kind of fell on my shoulders and I was in charge and then all of a sudden Graham was doing things and I'm like well yeah. where's my input in that I want to have yeah. a say and yeah. same with me doing things and he needed a say so it was kind of like trying to figure it out but luckily both of us had a similar vision on what we wanted so after the kind of egos probably get put to the side from both <laughs> of us like I want to do it I want to do it we both kind of I think we just work really well now it took a while but it definitely yeah yeah and how many members are there now? We are 180 plus. No pushing way. 200. Wow. Yeah. We're, kind of, we're at capacity, to be fair. Um, our goal was never just to get like as many members as possible. We always knew we wanted to keep it small and intimate and really good service. So yeah. rather than trying to increase membership, it's how can we increase the service? What yeah. can we do to make mm-hmm. it better? Hence why we opened Encore to give the members another facility where they can train themselves. So it's still programming that we do. Um, so they can want to get better at weightlifting or cardio or whatever so they can do wind fitness which is all classes but it's an additional aim so we opened that up and that's also in this building and then alongside that we started nutrition nutrition yeah so encore you can just come in and do your own thing but still follow a program yeah so basically um we have like conditioning weightlifting gymnastics strength training loads of different kind of variations of fitness if you like and it's an additional program to our crossfit classes so if you want to get better at something or if you want to or you're not as good at gymnastics but you want to improve it or you just love doing one particular thing it's two to three sessions a week and it's programmed by us but you can come in and do it whenever you want it's not so you would come in and do it too that's right yeah i did strength program one two maybe three and conditioning one yeah that was tough that one smashed up I'm thinking maybe I should do the gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, that's really good, that one. I that's what I wanted to do, actually. Yeah. I really wanted to learn how to do a pull-up. I can do cartwheels. Yeah, okay, you, you need to do a bit more than that. Handstands. Handstand push-ups. Handstands, yeah. Yeah. There's what? still time for you again, yeah. Sorry. And you also have um, three coaches, is that right? Yeah, so we've got Rich. Richard, yeah. You know who Rich is. <laughs> hey, we've got Donna. And Chris has came on board. He, we've just started our CrossFit Kids course. So he is um, currently a PE teacher anyway. And so he's got all these qualifications that he needs. And he's a CrossFit coach. So he started CrossFit Kids. So oh, that's cute. So just to round up quickly, CrossFit. For anyone yes. that's curious, because there is a few people that have sent in questions about CrossFit because they know that I do it. They know Richard coaches it and does it. And obviously yeah. both of you. So what if you were to describe CrossFit to somebody that doesn't know what it is, what is it? The best fitness ever. <laughs> it is. We're trying to convince Zoe so to join. If I'm being bit of a com- cult. If I'm being completely honest, so obviously I done sport and I was very sporty when I was younger. I was quite a tomboy, like always into doing different things. Um, and then skiing. I think you mentioned that on a previous yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. I'd skied since I was four, which means I've skied for thirty years. How scary is that? Wow. That makes me sound really old. No one did doing call. anything for thirty years <laughs> just makes you sound old. So <laughs> skied since I was four. So I've always been into that. Um but I was never a massive gym fitness person. Like it just no. bored the life out of me. 
I would do phases. I was naturally quite slim anyway, so I yeah. never had that like body issues or anything growing up. I kind of had good genetics from my mum and ate what I wanted. Never really had an issue with it. Jealous. Yeah, it jealous. was one of those things though where raw, I was probably, I would be that skinny fat. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I wasn't healthy, but I was mm -hmm. definitely yeah. like slim to look at. Um, yeah. And I was, I would say I was fit enough. I was always more athletic. Like I was mobility wise and things like that. I would say I was athletically gifted, but not fit. Like I couldn't run the length of myself. Yeah. Short, sharp things I could do. Any kind of distance, anything, not so much. Um, but then started CrossFit and genuinely fell in love with it. And I think it was more than just the fitness. It was when we were going through everything with Jax, it was my switch off. Yeah. So for that hour in the gym, I went and I spent my time with amazing people, amazing women as well, just like people who really supported each other. Yeah. And there was never any kind of like, look what she's doing or I don't feel comfortable doing this. It was just such a positive environment. And that was my thing I looked forward to. It was literally like Gwen's Green More about the social so aspect yeah, of it. Totally. Yeah, it was more just that amazing people and people that I hadn't really encountered very much of it was yeah. just because they were all feel different walks of life in Qatar so you had like some of them French and Arabic and you name it like they were from all over the world mm -hmm. and it was just so cool to see so many like men indeed just amazing people supporting each other and it genuinely was it got me through everything with Jackson and Graham will probably say the same like when we were so stressed out I was getting to the point where I always remember we went to Vegas and my mum and dad flew over to watch Jack's and now in hindsight, I know it was for me to switch off because I genuinely, I was going down the deep, dark hole of really? research and everything and couldn't switch yeah. off from it as you normally, you would do it. Yeah. Um, and that was my therapy, if you like. Yeah, it genuinely like was. Mechanism. So, yeah, totally. So yeah. as much as fitness was a byproduct of it, I looked forward to that hour because I just switched off. And then I started to feel myself getting fitter. I enjoyed it more. I pushed a little bit more. And then that's where my love yeah. of fitness. I wouldn't say I'm naturally just love fitness. It's not. Yeah. If you send me to a normal gym, I probably would be bored just lifting or I would yeah, skip it or true. so yeah. it is very yeah. much that that got me into it I wouldn't say that it was so that's for me what CrossFit is yes we do mixed modality so there's a bit of everything so anything you can imagine we'll find a way of doing it and doing it fun but for us especially in the gym and I think CrossFit gets a bad rep because of how it's set up as a business we're affiliated with CrossFit so yeah. we choose to do CrossFit CrossFit don't dictate to us what we need to do no, yeah. so I think that's the so some CrossFit gyms can do things completely different to how we will and that's totally fine so we are very much not focused on competition we're very yeah, yeah. focused on a safe inclusive environment um, making sure that you progress at the rate that you should be and we'll also give you a wee push when we feel you could and we also tell you no strip it back you're not quite there yeah, yet you're all good like that, whereas yeah. I think out in the world it can be very much yeah. like always going crazy and people doing stuff wild that's things that true. you think oh I could never do that that's definitely not what it is and I wasn't that I'm not that I was never, I was always the person with the empty barbell. I was always the person, couldn't do pull-ups, couldn't do this. And it's only over time and getting more confident and being consistent with it yeah, that that comes. That's so true. That's, that would be how I describe CrossFit. That's you can get into the technical side of it, but yeah. that's probably where your guys or the listeners probably But that's know. probably a better explanation because I think as someone who's not actually ever came or might never come. A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> you. So, yeah, you came, so, you done one fitness. Yeah, you, yeah, you done one for autism. Um... I think you do just see, because I think the people who are really into it for the like heavyweight side mm -hmm. are the people who post about it. Yeah. yeah, and they're like doing like CrossFit worldwide competitions. Like if you Google CrossFit woman, yeah, you'd be a bit like whoa. Yeah, 
as amazing as they do look, whether you think that or not, they do look impressive. Yeah. But you wouldn't probably aspire to look like that. A lot of the women probably wouldn't. I think, well, I've been doing it for seven years and I'm still <laughs> a whippet. I've got very little muscles. But that yeah, just shows like, you, like, it's Your not, body's amazing. But I would never look at you, like, from a stereotypical standpoint, I wouldn't look at you and be like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, you're totally not, like, yeah. a CrossFit I, I gym assume, owner. I assume, and I don't mean it offensively at all, but, like, bulky. And yeah. because I'm quite short and, like... I know I'm not like pure curvilicious, right? But I've got like boobs and a bum. Yeah. I'm like, that's the last thing I need. But I know I know it's not like that because no, like, if you're really not isn't. like that, you're not like that. No. I think but I think the people who post about it post their big heavyweight videos, whereas people who go for just like their normal exercise, they're not going to post about it because I yeah, think it's, it's just a well gym class. To to kinda debunk some of the myths is yeah. that you're not going to get like that just coming in. And even if you are lifting heavyweights and things in classes and doing prescribed to get that kind of muscle mass, which some people love, especially women, they strive after yeah. that, mm -hmm. and that's totally fine. We've got a few in the gym as well that they like that body shape, yeah. and um, you have to be putting in so much effort to get there, and consistent effort by like training a couple of times a day, not mm -hmm. once a day, not having yeah. a fifteen-minute workout, and eating a lot of food, eating a lot of food, <laughs> eating really healthy foods, not having your alcohol, etc. So the effort that it takes to look like that, yeah. 99.9% .9 of the population who do CrossFit won't look like that. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where if you're wanting that 100%, that's totally fine. Yeah. You can get that. But like, as I said, I've been training for seven years, super consistent on a CrossFit gym. And to look at me, you're lucky if you could outline a muscle on my body. Do you know what I mean? But it's true. <laughs> Your body's amazing. But it's true. It's that way where I'm not a big bulky no. person. And mm -hmm. that's fine if, if you were. Like, we've got loads of women who strive after that yeah. look and that's totally fine. But it doesn't just come. It's, yeah, it takes a lot of effort. So yeah. that's definitely something that you can tick yeah. off the myth list that yeah. if you do CrossFit, you get bulky. Because, I mean, I'm also saying that, but would do weights at the gym. Yeah, you do, yeah. So I'm like, what's the difference? Not if when me. people say as well, toned, toned is muscle. Yeah. Toned is, that's what toned is. To, the word toned is having muscle mass and having a low enough body fat that you see your muscles. Mm -hmm. It's just some people will have bigger muscles. Yeah. Therefore, the bulky. I'm yeah. doing your quotes when I say yeah. bulky. But that looks so... When people say, oh, I just want to be toned. No, you want muscle. You yeah. just are calling it two different things or the myth out there is that if I get muscle, I look bigger. Not yeah. necessarily. So That's very true. Yeah. Just going back just to CrossFit and what it means to sort of me personally as well. I think that's why I love it so much because there's a lot of questions asked on this podcast like how um, in my 30s a lot of my friends are um, getting married and having children and that our lives, our paths are different. How do I go about meeting friends? Or you moved to Scotland, how did you go about meeting friends? And I do always say like, number one, it was a job. I was very lucky that I was working in a very high female-led sort of industry. Kind of social industries. Well. Yeah, but also a gym like this, like you can always go and go to the gym, like yeah. a pure gym and put your headphones in and do your shit for an hour. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. I actually do like that mm -hmm. myself too. But then I've met some of my best friends here. Yeah. And like, it's, I think that's something Graham and I are really, really proud of is that the community aspect here. Mm. There's so many just amazing people and they genuinely, like, I know more people here who actually say, like, they, they forget their other friends. Yeah. Because anytime you see them, they're <laughs> with their gym friends. Again, yeah, that's right, yeah. So it's like, it's not just your gym friends, it becomes your friends. Like, I know yeah. you were slagging her about going skiing and stuff, and it's like, <laughs> bring your gym pals, but yeah. that's what it is. And yeah, people, friends now, but yeah. that's for all ages of walks of life, and that was a big thing for us in Qatar. We went over there, Scottish, typically Scottish people are kind of negative or down on themselves, Don't yeah, not, yeah. not that way inclined, where you meet people from other walks of life, and... 
it was just so positive and me like literally amazing people and just people who were so welcoming so again in Qatar it's not a big drinking culture we came from a drinking culture being here yeah. we we done that and it literally changed our lives Graham obviously doesn't drink now I very rarely drink um, <laughs> but it's that way where our lives became more than that yeah. it became yeah. like you could go out with friends or go around and have dinner with friends without it being alcohol focused yeah. or and of all ages because if you change when you're in your 30s where do you go to meet people where yeah. do you go to meet different people and mm -hmm. it, it really is I highly recommend I was actually at Ministry of Laser another random shout out but yeah. one of the girls is going travelling um, oh she yes, was she is. Yeah, yeah she was talking to me and she was just like oh I'm just a bit nervous about meeting people and I was like I'd honestly join CrossFit wherever you go in a season and if you're going to different countries or different cities you can drop in at a box you'll meet people yeah. they'll help you they'll put you in contact with different people mm -hmm. that's right um, so I really hope she does it but it is it's totally true it's yeah. more than just a gym yeah definitely I think as well not even just CrossFit like there's if you do want to find gym friends go to a, a gym like CrossFit where it's class style mm -hmm. so like class pass for example mm -hmm. like let's say, for example, Sorella in Glasgow, mm -hmm. that female-led gym, like places that are sort of class, just class-only places yeah. where you can just meet different people and you're forced to actually speak to someone. Yeah, because, I mean, I go out and spin and I couldn't tell you the name of one person in that class. And you've been going, you go there most mornings. That's my opinion. I mean, there's a couple of girls that I know of, but not through the gym. That yeah. I've, I've, seen at the, I've seen at that gym, but I honestly, I've not spoke. I don't even speak, the coach doesn't even speak. See, I think that's fine, like you say, like sometimes just going and switching off and that's what you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. But I think until you've done it, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, yeah. that's that so sense? true. So it's until you've actually experienced it, you don't know. And it's daunting walking in when everybody knows each other and I get that, but give yourself time to get over that. And honestly, even yeah. if you meet a few, like it's just, it is, it's great. And also across which I'm going back to what it is, what I would say is it's always pushing you so it's, there's always something new to learn so you yeah. don't get bored it's not the same thing mm -hmm. day in day out or can't be bothered you walk in the coach has got what it needs to do you literally walk in switch off and do it you don't need to think about you it to think about anything and yeah. then because you get better you're always chasing something so yeah. it's yeah. kind of as you get older always mm. getting better at something yeah. rather than just being static so mm. so crossfit just to wrap this bit up there <laughs> sorry i know that was long we're a crossfit cult now it's not like you know, CrossFit we're like the, the witches you know we're in the we're in the hall and they're always taking the masks off and it's like the crossfit cult club <laughs> I, I feel like i'm part of the cult but i don't do the crossfit yeah, which is, the op is actually the opposite of what <laughs> sorry, i'm guaranteeing you you would be a changed human if you come to crossfit you should do it <laughs> You would be like the most welcoming, chatty. <laughs> you would. People <laughs> You're like, I don't believe it. She lives next door as well. <laughs> anyway, um, so just CrossFit as it is as a fitness, it is what I would describe it as probably like functional high intensity training with a bit of gymnastics. Are you, is your hubby like a CrossFit coach? <laughs> that sounds pretty like. Sounds pretty spot on. Yeah, just to describe like what yeah. it actually is. Yeah. So it's functional fitness performed at high intensity. That's kind of the, Graham's giving me the look. What did I miss out? Constantly varied. Constantly functional varied. Functional. At high intensity. There you go. Asterix relative high intensity. So it's high intensity relative to the person and what they're able to do. Yeah. All I know is I had to do a, a million rows and <laughs> that was too high for my and, intensity. And burpees over a plank of wood. It. Do you remember? You smashed it. That was tough. Do I remember? I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we've convinced some of you to um, join CrossFit. Definitely. Or even just, you know, join a gym that's a little bit more friendly than where you currently are. But <laughs> um, Jenna, so... 
why did you think it was important to add nutrition? So just to say what you do, so you also offer nutrition one-to-one coaching. Yeah. What made you feel like that was important to add that service into the gym? So when we started, when we didn't offer the service, and we spoke a lot about when we were going to introduce it, and for me, I didn't want it to be like a a quick fix type thing. Um, I wanted it to be something where we were genuinely helping people get over whatever their struggles were with nutrition and I think a lot of that is trust so when they would become a member of the gym for a period of time they trust in us as coaches and they get to know us a lot more so therefore you get honest answers when you're having that whereas if somebody just walked through the door and signed up instantly they don't know me well enough yet to does that make sense? So yeah. we kind of held off a little bit until we perfected what we wanted to do and making sure that we had a, or I definitely had a solid base with it. So when we started it, it took off really, really well. Um, and again, like that, we always say you can't out-train a bad diet. So you yeah. can get really fit people, but they can technically be unhealthy because they're obviously over um, their body weight that they should be. So we had a lot of the guys as well getting consistent with CrossFit, but then getting a wee bit frustrated that they weren't maybe making the gains that they wanted or looking the way they wanted, etc. So then we brought in and introduced nutrition. Wow. Gains. 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 Now, obviously, I know quite a few of the members at this gym um, and some of the results from doing nutrition yeah. with you, some of them I didn't even know they did. And I'm like, wow, you look amazing. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing nutrition with Jenna. I'm like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what have you been doing? <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about what you, like baseline, like what you, I know I know it's tailored to the person, mm-hmm. but can you tell us a little bit more about how you tailor it to a person and just what you would say to that person if yeah. they've never, ever looked in the, into their nutrition before? Yeah, so um, I start <coughs> always with a kind of consultation. So I'll speak to them, speak to them briefly and I send a form and I get them to fill out as a generic kind of answer questions and give as much detail as you can and during that it's what do you want to improve what how much time and effort are you willing to put into it what's your frustrations etc so it's just a kind of general have you got any illnesses if do you take any medication all that kind of stuff so that gives me a really good information base point back and then I'll always do a consultation where we talk through that and I'll ask additional questions and it's only at that point that you probably really get the real answers it's maybe more kind of family orientated or job orientated or whatever it is things that they struggle with um, mainly routine that tends yeah. to be the thing so you start to get to know people's routine and I always say give me a day in the life tell me when you wake up what do you have to eat when do you go to work what when do you walk the dog whatever mm-hmm. it is classes do your kids go to and then fit in your nutrition round about that so that gives me a good idea of are they organized do they have time um I hear all the excuses which they don't think are excuses but they naturally come yeah. off um so it just gives me a really good baseline and then we work through it really slowly so I would start with I send them a pdf with I calculate all their calories depending on if they want to lose body fat or put on some body weight, muscle mass. Um, so I'll calculate their calories, their macros, etc. send it through them. But then I make it really, really simple to start with. It's like, let's just do this consistently for a couple of weeks. Hit your calories. Don't yeah. change too much. I'll change it as we go or I'll give suggestions. Yeah. Um, I always say, don't eat what I tell you. You need to eat what you enjoy. But I'll tailor it to make it a little bit better. So me just giving you, I don't do meal plans. I don't say, yeah. this is what you need to eat, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because nobody sticks to it. And it's not, you need to eat what you enjoy. And I'm mm. a big foodie. I love yes, food. So are. it's not <laughs> It's not one of those where you need to eat super clean and you're never allowed sugar. Or that's It's not. It's real life. It's, it's nutrition for real life with families. But probably getting that little wake-up call of actually... I can do this and just small simple steps and being consistent is the yeah. key it never happens overnight and would so would you advise your clients then to track calories through something like my fitness pal or yeah whatever? depending on what their goal is so majority of people i probably say is body fat that they want to lose that's yeah. that's and that's not weight 
that's us. When people say I want to lose weight, it's you want to lose body fat. Yeah. Yeah. Your weight is your entire mass. Yeah. So what you weigh as a human is your weight when you want to lose body fat. So I would say that's the majority yeah. of people want that's to do that. That's probably a lot of like, a lot of people get it up on that, don't they? Like, yeah, totally. I'm, I wouldn't, you know, that's definitely me and probably you're the same. But mm-hmm. over the years I've looked on the scales and I've thought, oh my God, I weigh more. Yeah. Not even taking into consideration that I've maybe been training a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it might be muscle mass or I just presume that I've, I've got fat. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it can be the devil, those scales sometimes, oh, can't they? I just don't have scales. I've never really found it that triggering just because I'm like, if I feel that I look nice or feel nice, I didn't, I've not really ever a... cared that much about my weight. Maybe when I was younger, I can't really remember. Yeah. I just don't have scales because not because it triggers me. I've just never bought them when I moved out. Jenna takes scales off people. Yeah. I, went, I came into the gym and walked in behind the desk and there's like just a wee pile of scales. Really? <laughs> so it depends on who it I is. Love that, I, ideally, if I had a client who had no issues, like yourself, who had no mm-hmm. issues with what that number said, I would have them weigh in every single day at the same right. time. And that for a for a nutrition coach or for somebody who's monitoring that, I would take an average of a two week period to make sure that the calories, etc., were working for you. So it's mm-hmm. not a day to day thing. It's, and a, it's very much an average. Fluctuate, don't they, as well? Exactly. The time of the month. Massively. And water. Not even just the, like hugely through the time of the month, but day to day. Literally depending on what you ate, what time you last ate, all impacts that scale. So mm-hmm. I always say, and myself, I could literally stand the scale and be two kilos heavier like from one day to another as yeah. much as that so it's not an accurate representation of effort or worth probably more of so course, yeah. it's yeah. very much it's just a data measurement that's all it is mm-hmm. it's just a data measurement to get you closer to wherever you want to get to yeah so but yeah i've had people who really 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 overly focused on it and yeah. it was driving them and i was like give me your skills and i literally yeah. took them off them and was like that's no. crazy oh, so it just depends ideally i would love you to weigh in every day and get over that number that number is just a number it doesn't determined success um so yeah ideally weighing in every day I always say get up have your morning pee weigh in, in the scales because it's most accurate and do that over the course of a month every single day and then do an average that's your weight over the and then keep that going and yeah. see if you're on a, a deficit then obviously that number you want to be coming down over an average i.e mm-hmm. losing body fat but day to day means no, absolutely nothing interesting okay. And what about macros? Ooh. Yeah, God, this this sort of thing goes I can't my mind. tell you how many times a week I Google how important macros are. <laughs> do you actually, Zoe? It, it blows my mind. Why do you Google it? Do I need to be eating that much protein? How much protein do you? Does it I tell have you? no idea, but it's too much. <laughs> Isn't it like 170 grams or it's something? It's like 140 grams that I need to be eating. Chicken like a packet of crisps. I don't understand. <laughs> Just munching on a chicken crisp all the time. What basically to put it into how my brain thinks about it is say I was eating two thousand calories. Mm-hmm. Can I eat the two thousand calories on McDonald's or do the macros, protein, <laughs> carbs and fat matter to the calorie deficit that I'm trying to achieve? Great question. Love that question. So technically calories are calories regardless of what you're eating. It's okay. just an, it's a unit of energy. <clears throat> so if mm-hmm. you're eating 2,000 calories of McDonald's, you're eating 2,000 calories of McDonald's or you could eat 2,000 calories of chicken breast and broccoli. It's still the same yeah. in terms of calorie. Eating 2,000 calories of McDonald's every day for the only thing that you eat, you will feel like crap because you've got mm-hmm. very little nutritious value in it. So you'll get some protein from the meat, but the percentage within the burger, for example, will be pretty low. So it'll yeah. be additives, etc. to beef it out. Bread's not the worst, but the roll, etc. You're, so you're not getting... 
your fibres, you're not getting mm -hmm. a good breakdown of fats. It's probably saturated fats, the things that you don't want a lot of, but yet the calories are still the calories. Mm -hmm. So bear that, okay, calories are king. That's the absolute. If you ate chicken and broccoli, you're getting a better nutritious breakdown. So mm -hmm. your body will be thanking you more yeah. for getting more protein more fibre through the, uh, the veg, more carbs through the veg, etc. So you will feel better eating the 2,000 yep. calories of chicken and rice and you will feel probably pretty crap and probably the, quote, bloated, that feeling of yeah. because your body's working harder to break down all the additional, so like the saturated fats, all the kind of things. Mm -hmm. So your body needs to work overtime a little bit to do that. So still calories are calories, but if you were eating chicken breast and broccoli and standing on the scales, you would probably see a more accurate representation of your weight if you were eating McDonald's and standing on the scale, you'd probably feel bloated, water retention, etc. Right. But you don't have any more body fat. Things. It's still the same. So mm -hmm. it's okay. very, like, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I, I understand that macros, but I'm just going to give like my personal, the way I see ca calories for me personally, yeah. I get asked this question a lot on my page. Yeah. Please add calories. Yeah. And the answer is a firm no for me. And the reason is that is because, believe it or not, over the years, I've had more people say thank you to me for not adding them amazing. than adding them. Because number one, there's loads of pages out there that has it. I also put the picture of the actual fucking mm -hmm. ingredients. It's not that hard. People could be buying different brands of cheese, different amounts, different servings. It's completely actually pointless for me to do that. It's not accurate at all. But also it's quite triggering for people that, um, you know when you see on a menu, for example, and you go out and you see, you really want the burger, right? And it says 2,000 calories, but then you see the salad. There is so many people out there that will be like, oh, I'm not eating that. Mm -hmm. they, as soon as they see that number, they're like, no, I'm not having that now because mm -hmm. I feel guilty, which I understand that you do need to be mindful of. But for me personally, I want people to enjoy my food that I put out on my Instagram. I don't want them to think, feel guilty because it's got X amount of calories in it. I think that's, that's not why I... I cook yeah, food totally. at all. So for me, that will never happen. But that's not me saying that I don't think it works because for me to lose weight, I track my calories. Yeah. I mm -hmm. put it into my fitness power. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important for any everybody to do it at some point in their at life. At least for like a period of a month, I would say, because your knowledge of yeah. how, how much, even like how things are actually okay for you that you think aren't, yeah. like potatoes. You mm -hmm. were, yeah, exactly. You would assume that you can't have a handful of chips. Maybe you'll disagree. But, but you, you're more aware, though, of the portion sizes that yeah, you, that's what you I should mean. be aware yeah. of. And I think it's really, it makes you a bit more knowledgeable about food. So I do think it's so important for people to track calories. It, but I'm not saying that I don't think it works. All I'm saying is for my purpose of yeah, my totally. job. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. 
So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. I don't want to put that out there because I think, number one, somebody somebody has the decision to do it themselves if they mm-hmm. want to. And it's also, I don't want to trigger someone that has had eating disorders. Yeah. So for me... That's why I don't personally, but me as a person, I think tracking calories is the only thing that works for me to lose weight. I think for your page as well, you're never going to please everybody. Exactly. So it's that way where you're wrong if you do it, you're right if yeah. you do it. Like, but at least it gives people the option to think, do it. I think yeah. you absolutely nailed it though, that every brand's something different. So if somebody picks up a different type of cheese and weighs out 30 grams, it might be slightly different calories. Yeah. So what you're putting out there wouldn't be accurate. So then mm-hmm. you would need... And then not everybody's weighing how much cheese they put in do you know I mean? so what you're putting out they could easily double that or put more in or less in so it's not accurate anyway so yeah, yeah. I think my fitness pal I think tracking calories I would recommend if anybody's interested in nutrition is good from an education point and I'll say bring it back into your own hands stop reading what other people do stop seeing it online stop do it yourself take that scan it and it's so easy scan and see get a set of scales and just commit to a week of weighing and measuring and you open your eyes up to definitely actually I don't need that much or I could sub this out for that or mm-hmm. I could still have chips and I'm not against potatoes by the way potatoes are king I love potatoes carrots <laughs> are good carrots are good to people but I just mean but, like I assumed even when I was being really good that I couldn't have this was like years ago because I feel like I'm quite educated on the calorie thing now because I have used my fitness pal a lot but that you couldn't really have any potatoes. Like, a lot of people think mm-hmm. things like that, which will come on to, like, carbs. But then if you're having salmon or chicken or whatever, and then you're having some veg, I know potatoes as veg, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. greens. Yeah. Then you can have a handful of potatoes, Less and it's starch. not a lot. It's one of those ones, though, where I feel, and this is the same, and I'm not anti-social media, okay, as much as I bang on about it all the time, <laughs> I'm not really not, but I think from even from a fitness perspective or from a nutrition perspective, is that there's so much misinformation out there Mm -hmm. and not even wrong information, it's relative information. So somebody who posts, if you're going into a competition, a CrossFit competition, for example, you should be eating this, 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 i.e. like 170 grams of protein and you should be getting this in and that in. Or if you train once a day, who's that relative to? Because Zoe's height and weight matters to my height and weight. Zoe's training background matters to my training background. So it's not, so anybody reading that, a mother of three who's never trained a day in their life and then somebody who goes to the gym three... It's, it's so generic that it doesn't work. So that's yeah. where I... It's not wrong, technically. Whoever they've made that up for is right. So the information is technically right. But depending on who's reading it, it yeah. might not be right for them. So I think there's so much information out there like that. And then people need to post. If you're a fitness influencer or if you're a nutrition sure. coach, mm-hmm. they need content. So it's constant, putting it out, putting it out. So they need to write something. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they need I to think write... that there's just a lot of like mess. There's a lot of contradiction going on. Oh, so That's much. why I ask about the macros because I do. I know the answer, and I know you should. Even if you can eat the same thing, why you should eat the better option because it's better for you as a, a living human mm-hmm. that you eat like you f- healthy, function better. Yeah, and you'll feel better. But will I not see the same results by not eating hitting the protein? So the protein thing stresses me out. Okay, so macros. <laughs> just in case anybody doesn't know, I think it's important again is taking your calories and it's macros are your protein carbs and fats Mm -hmm. your body needs all of them and there's optimal splits on them depending on the person like Mm -hmm. like saturated fat yeah is that what you mean yeah no no so fats oh sorry fats is its own food group carbs is its own food group Mm -hmm. proteins are its own food group um and your body requires all three of them generally to be healthy Mm -hmm. um depending on your energy expenditure so if you go to the gym etc a lot 
you may require more of different things. But generally, long as you're getting a good split between all of them, then you're winning. Balance. What I would <laughs> say, a balance. What <laughs> I would say is in the Western world, or especially like us normal people, we yeah. definitely under eat on protein, but mm-hmm. we don't need to eat as much as people scream at us for. Okay. So what I think a lot of that is, is that somebody who's very... Car- and again, this is why protein is pushed so much as if get all the protein and carbs are bad it's not it's because people tend to eat more carb-based food because it's easier that's pretty much it's easier to order a bowl of pasta or a chips or a pizza or something like that quick easy meals tend to be more carb-based but it doesn't mean it's bad it just means then that you're eating more carbs than less protein Mm -hmm. so what I always say is just try and get some protein in each meal so like breakfast have some chicken sausages have some bacon have the things that you enjoy have Mm -hmm. some eggs again at lunch if you're having a pasta have a chicken pasta have don't cut out one thing for another just yeah. add some in and then same for dinner and just even so if you have like a protein yogurt or a protein bar or a shake again you don't need millions of them depending on the person and that's how I'm trying really hard not to make it you should be getting xyz because yeah. it does depend what I would just say is make sure that you've got enough through the day somebody's going to ask what's enough isn't it <laughs> but sometimes I'm frantically eating a protein yogurt or a protein bar and I don't even want it yeah do you know what I mean yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm nowhere near my protein goal yeah to be fair I think <laughs> I agree sometimes I'm the exact same like I know mm-hmm. I'm short on protein for the day so I'll eat a protein yogurt because whereas I would probably eat a chocolate bar instead but I know which I'm is short actually on. less calories probably yeah but see this is where my head goes because I remember calories is just a unit or okay. biscuits I love biscuits but then oh, but this is the thing right and again I'm t- I brought up cake for you I'm not yeah. anti like Jenna's bought a chocolate cake <laughs> I'm genuinely not <laughs> You're Gee, totally itching to bring the Sam, aren't you, G? No. Uh, you're t- <laughs> totally <laughs> He's on the edge of his seat. <laughs> Dying to speak. What I would say is, when I just, so for example, if I, I took you on as a client, I would give you your cal. If you wanted to lose body fat, I would mm-hmm. get calculate your maintenance calories. So what you do in terms of activity. We would, mm-hmm. And it's never absolute, okay? Nobody can get it absolute. You can yeah. definitely monitor over a time and get it quite accurate. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I would give you your say your maintenance calories and then say you had an option of a calorie deficit. So we would take a percentage off and you need to lose this is I'm just I'm trying to stay on track here, but we'll do this first. So uh, then I would give you what your ideal protein, carbs and fats would be, but I would mm-hmm. start you off in a manageable protein amount. So making sure you eat, for example, 110, 120 grams of protein a day. Mm-hmm. Great. Then depending on your carbs and the leftover calories, just split equally between carbs and fats, whatever you prefer. Not equally in terms of distribution, but if you prefer more carbs to fats, fine. Yep. Longs it fits in your calories. Remember, calories are king, depending on what your goal is. But then if somebody who trains multiple times a day, they might need a higher protein to repair and build muscle, etc. But they also require a lot more carbs to fuel it. So generally their calorie amount will go up mm-hmm. that then reflects on their carbs fats right. and proteins yeah. does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah makes sense i would probably say long as most women should be eating roughly 120 grams okay. of protein now that does vary on height weight size etc but that's a good a kind of baseline yeah. a good baseline good and even if you're not there looking at it and tracking for a few days to see if you could get there or how much effort you need to put in to get there might just yeah. open your eyes to being a bit more conscious of getting a little bit more in and that's definitely something that most people lack in yeah. And then yeah. obviously. How about if any many of our listeners are like vegetarians or vegans, what mm. would you offer that 
that. <laughs> so I would always ask why. Yeah. That would be my first one. If it's uh, you choose to do it because of your belief system, then fine. But if you're choosing to do it because of a health thing, like eat meats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very controversial now I'm going to say that. But <laughs> that is my, that is from a nutritious background, your body will cope better. You will get more you will get a lot more beneficial nutrients in through eating a varied diet. Yeah. That's it. If you believe in, if it's for your beliefs that you don't eat meat and you're vegan or vegetarian or whatever, then that's fine. You can work around about it. You just need to be really, really conscious of getting it. And that's yeah. why a lot of a lot of vegan, vegetarian people struggle for energy, etc. like that, that they need to maybe take more supplements, etc. Mm-hmm. to try and boost it up. So again, it's a huge topic to delve into i do have and i have had clients in the past um and we've worked really really hard on it but they definitely need to work a lot harder yeah to match their goals and their outcome of what they want to get from nutrition okay I think that's always important as well do you have we- um talking about like some myths and things um in the fitness diet industry yes things like keto and um paleo herbal life intermittent fasting um i know a lot of people that do intermittent fasting i know it works for some people but that is just probably purely because they are skipping a meal so they're eating a whole meal less a day Mm -hmm. and they are seeing benefits from it i guess but paleo i mean that's is that like no carbs yeah so you cannot paleo you said paleo keto Keto, fasting are all all ways of eating a diet so a diet is anything you consume, what you eat every day. You're not on a diet. Everybody's on a diet. It's what you consume. Whereas um, Herbalife <laughs> is not that. Jeez, jeez, about to let so, rip. So, there's, so, so basically keto, paleo, etc. are all just ways of eating. That's pretty much it's like you can do high carb, low carb, high fat, low fat, meat, non-meat. That's basically what that is. And I, was, I mean, we've played with a few different ones and done zone diet blocks and all that kind of thing. Again, for your average Joe, eat a well balanced diet is my is from a nutrition to it's stick like to the, yeah to stick to something like that. A hundred percent can work for some, and depending again on your goals, I always say that on your goals. But don't look to somebody else what they're doing, what worked for them. That doesn't necessarily mean that's what's going to work yeah. for you. Intermittent fasting has definitely got its place. A hundred percent. A lot of people, and there's loads of science behind it now that say it's really beneficial. Um, whereas I think it was a bit of a fad, and some people do it, don't do it, and then. If you're doing intermittent fasting but eating crap when you're actually eating, you're probably negating the benefits of it. So there's loads of things with that. Again, if it works for you, do it. If it doesn't, don't feel that you have to. My my big one is whatever you do, get consistent at it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the things, like everything you've just read out actually, is people looking for quick fixes. Yeah. 100%. With those diets, they all have some specific benefits, mm-hmm. some things that can be beneficial mm-hmm. for those type of diets, fasting and stuff. But most of the time you guys are hearing about them or hearing they're talking about them is this, this is how to lose weight, yeah. how to yeah. lose fat. And when you look at them through that lens, they all work in exactly the same way. Which like is a calorie, calorie deficit. deficit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. again, that comes back to people need content to put out, so they overcomplicate it. Basically, mm-hmm. if you want to lose weight, you need to eat less. If you want to gain weight, you need to eat more. Yeah. Basically, that is you need to eat less than you're expending. So depending on how much movement, etc., you do and monitor it, it doesn't happen over. It doesn't happen a week. If they can mm-hmm. do something for a week, you need to commit to it, and that's where the consistency is. So I would always say four, six, eight weeks of doing something, then evaluate it and see if it works. Yeah. And as a um, can you tell I've read a lot because I've wanted quick results because I've got so many questions. <laughs> yeah, you are quite like that though. I think you are like a quick. <laughs> 
a quick risotto. <laughs> yeah, I am. I don't have patience for anything. Yeah, no. but I that's want to wake you're not up half a size. It's just not. You're like you're I've got I've uncle, got a week to lose half a stone. Yeah, I'm that not. is me. Okay. Um, oh, there's so many people are like that though. Like these questions. Questions. Yeah. yeah. Does you, do you need to be in at least five hundred deficits a day? I mean, it that depends on what you're going so, for example, that's a fact online. See, so it's, no. it's not a fact. <laughs> Somebody's put that. Out. So it's the best of information that I've read, and it's been in my brain. And now it's a fact in your but brain. Then, so here's a question. Let's reframe this. Do you know how many calories you should be eating a day? Absolutely not. So how would you know you're going to be in 500 calories less? I don't know. I just look at my watch, my Apple Watch. Right. And that's another topic eating. in itself. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic in itself. I have read it's a load of shit, actually. Yeah. So, but of course it is. How does that know how many calories? Yeah. I think it's more accurate if you have it. On your heart, like the heart rate monitor, it's is a heart it? rate, but it, none of them will, none of them will generate your calorie accurate, expenditure. Yeah. No, none, I mean, I've it. obviously googled exactly what an average woman burns a day. Yeah, but I just go on averages. So it changes as well because when you're <laughs> when you're on your period, your body temperature is up, therefore you burn more calories. That's, that's when you do fine. your basal temperature when you're doing like natural cycles, and it's always higher, and that's when they know when you're ovulating. Wow. That's how I they measure how it. All that nonsense yeah, that's how they measure it by Dr. your body temperature. Right. Oh, no. I feel like I'm coming across actually very uneducated. But You're not, though. Honestly, Zoe, it's not. I so feel many like people have no idea. I get sucked it. into the things that probably yeah. wind you up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's, TikTok's it the worst for this, by the way. Can I just say, every not 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 the worst. TikTok obviously gives everyone's um, look how I went from this to this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then it gives you the 10 things that I did. And they are always sort of the same things like your 10,000 steps a day, which we'll come on to in a minute. I drank X amount of water, I slept. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's always like, oh my God, well, I need to do that too. And I think it's quite overwhelming. Mm -hmm. When actually, I think everybody does know what they need to do. It's exactly that. You just need to you have just, patience. You need to be You're consistent. constantly comparing yourself to other people. You think, oh, I know that person did reformer Pilates, but look at her body now. I mean, yeah, I mean, realistically, they've probably been doing it for two years. and yeah. they've, they've, they've not shown you until they've actually seen results. Yeah. Can I also say as well, any influencer or fitness, and I apologies if you don't, but see if they pull down their high-waisted leggings, they've got the same pouch the rest of these have. We're human. Million you're women. You have, yeah. you have an ovary. You have, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have ovaries that's, all you're all going to have that it's just we can disguise it and again lighten etc all that and yeah. it's a shame that people do look at that and compare because if you put them all in the it's same clothes life, some of it? course some people have yeah like they train and they eat well and all the rest of it but generally yeah yeah comes down to a lot uh, to do with genetics as well doesn't yeah. it i guess but i was going to ask you jenna as well um because i know people like my mum for example she's always struggled with her weight and now as she's older she doesn't blame it on her this as much but she will say you know the menopause mm -hmm. and she'll be like I've got a menopausal stomach or mm -hmm. um I know somebody else that has thyroid issues and I know this is like quite when it comes down to the medical side of things mm -hmm. I know there's sometimes it isn't as easy for people to lose weight some people somebody would lose weight faster than somebody else and they may have other complications such as yeah that so menopause for example mm -hmm. what have you do you have anyone on your clients that yeah um we've got quite a lot of menopause or perimenopausal so um which is happening a lot younger these days just yeah because somebody wrote into the podcast and said that they were going through what they think is yeah. going through the menopause and yeah and a lot of it sometimes is mental issues that they have so like the brain fogginess or not yeah. really concentrate or getting more agitated quicker things like that and it can happen all to lot. come she's looking at me fucking cheeky <laughs> bitch your brain's foggy foggy yeah <laughs> But then that's obviously it all. It really is. It is. It's all symptoms. So we've got loads of women on that. The menopause doesn't make you put on weight. No. It doesn't. Okay. That's one of those things like I'm in the menopause, therefore I'm going to put on weight. It doesn't. Yeah. 
what it does do is because you're typically less active because you have less energy when you're going through mm-hmm. the menopause so you tend to not do as much or you're or especially at an age where you're maybe less active obviously as you get older you're less active hence why you should always be active in yeah elderly age um so therefore you're moving less and eating more so generally that's it then mood comes into it so hormones play a huge part comfort eating plays a huge part snacking the kind of things when you have an argument where you're being annoyed when you're yeah all the things so it's more <laughs> I would say it's more your personality is going through a huge change so you turn to food as that kind of comfort when you typically put weight on that middle spreads as people say yeah that 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 does happen your body shape changes but that'll through all the other factors included not just because you're in the main and like stress mm-hmm. as well yeah there's loads of things what I would what I would just say is to kind of really sum that up and make it a simple the menopause doesn't make you put on weight i.e going through the menopause isn't guaranteed that you're going to put on body fat yeah, mm-hmm. what it does do is create so many other obstacles that make watching body fat percentage i.e eating more snacking more yeah. mood all that is harder therefore you're more likely to put Makes on weight total does that sense. make sense so, yeah um it's not a like for like as soon as you're going through the menopause that's you because yeah, some people yeah. are super fit through the menopause and they yeah. can train and they can eat really well and again that comes to discipline and mm-hmm. comes down to consistency yeah but when you're going through that you're a lot more irritable you're hormonal therefore you want to eat more comfort eat etc yeah I think I was born with the menopause. You were as well. It's coming to his whole. Well, it's coming to his whole team. Um, Not me. So you know when it comes to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I want to know a bit more about steps, sleep, and water. Ooh. What do you want to know? I want to know um, the ten thousand number that's been flung out there. Is that a good benchmark? Do you think it's important to get your? Is it neat? Look at me with all these words. Thank you. Just like. You've You're, spent your whole day reading so that you sounded professional. I'm not. I just watch a lot of TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I obviously, I'm into it myself. So yeah. I, I am interested in it. But obviously it's, walking is different to coming to an hour of a wing class. Yeah, is what I'm totally. trying to say. So is it in just as important or? Yeah. Um, so walking is just basically a, an outlet for your body to be moving like so yeah. if you're sitting majority of us now sit at a desk or sit on the couch or whatever so the 10,000 steps as a number it's just a number that somebody's plucked and it's kind of took hold it's a quite a high number for probably most people who telling are telling me yeah. I do think oh, it's hard to the only days I would achieve that is if in the morning at the gym I run for yeah. at least 20 minutes I go I walk every day on my lunch at work anyway, but at least like a twenty minute walk and I walk at night. How much walking am I it's supposed hard, to It's hard, especially in? with the darker nights Literally and stuff as well. Do you want to know where it comes from? Yeah. The guy who invented the pedometer, no. as in the tool to count your steps, it was a marketing campaign to sell the pedometer. <laughs> really? Yeah. He said, I've got this thing that counts your steps. I need to sell it. The marketing campaign was everybody should do ten thousand steps. Zero science, nothing behind it. It was simply to sell this device. He tried to convince people that it was a good idea to challenge themselves and go out and count their steps. That's where it comes from. That's where the 10,000 number comes from. It is. It's like, it's a, I would say it's probably a high number for most people yeah. generally to hit unless you're actively, like, for example, I was just checking my mom watch there. It's not obviously accurate. But right now I am currently eight steps off of 10,000 steps wow, that's day. good but then that's my job I'm on my feet all day like that's yeah. basically what I do I've so. done fuck all <laughs> I've done seven and a half thousand that's good I do think that this stresses a lot of people yeah. out I think there's so much drilled into you online at the moment of you need to get your 10,000 steps and I think people feel so guilty yeah. when they don't do it when I'm focused for the maybe three weeks that lasts at a time 
I get stressed out at night if I've not met my 10,000 steps and I'll walk around that flat and I know these steps are pointless. <laughs> but it's like a, it's, I'm then yeah. doing that because my watch says I've not hit 10,000. I know. But don't get me wrong, I've done that 10,000 steps a day and I've seen great results. Yeah. Again, it comes down to just moving your body. Yeah. Don't be static for too long. So yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly 10,000 steps. But if you've got a job where you're at home or you, I don't know, like after work, you typically come in and just sit on the couch and watch telly, go out a walk. It's better. That's pretty much, it's basically get your body moving, especially if you aren't training consistently and things mm -hmm. like that. And that all adds up a lot more than your 15 minutes in the gym that you actually, like, yeah, of course. Because you can say, I go to the gym, but then you could be and in a gym and how much do you do? Whilst you're gym. doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's Kill so many. Too bad you want stone. I would just say, again, it's be active. Active yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be lifting heavy weights or yeah. going for 5Ks yeah. every day, but be active. So right, bad. so I am, uh, let's do a little bit of role play. <laughs> Not the kinky kind. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, um, hi Jenna, I don't know anything about fitness or nutrition. I want you, you to give me my five tips, what I can do. Just give me five simple things that I should just implement into my life from tomorrow. Daily, like daily things yeah. you should think about. Move more, sleep, prioritise sleep. Drink. How much should I sleep? It's whatever you're doing right now, think about an extra two hours. <gasps> wow, I'll be sleeping all day. <laughs> I must have got about five hours last night. Me too, actually. I felt shit as well this morning when I fought. But it. that's also a massive, because as soon as you have less sleep, your energy levels are low, so mm -hmm. you just can't be arsed. So making food in the morning's harder than nipping by Greg's and getting our own sausage. It is just that situation of... <sighs> Not, not to do a call out, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that is it, whereas if you've had a better sleep, you're more likely to feel more energised when you wake up, therefore you've got your goals to go yeah. and get after. So, All I'm thinking so about is a cheesy, cheesy bean <laughs> sausage pasty <laughs> now. I don't like beans. That's oh, do you not? Oh, mm. I love beans. I'm That's like that. hot or mm. cold. Water, sleep, <coughs> move more, eat more fruit and veg. It goes yeah. without saying because we all don't eat enough fruit and veg, guaranteed. That's mm. another thing that used to stress me out. When you put... Fruit and veg into that bloody my fitness pal. It's like carbs this, carbs that. That's another thing that's stressful. What? Because you see, it's carbs. I expect to eat fruit and it to be dust. <laughs> no, that is a carb. I know, but it's like that's just education. Carbs. That's what I mean. That's I'm putting why it out my there, right? Good. And MT can come after me. Carbs are not bad. No one's coming after you. I can't believe carbs this is even are said. not carbs. bad. That that phrase, carbs are bad. We need to like erase it from our brain. It never. No one it's said not some a thing. Said again, that. this is so again a marketing true. thing. No, yeah. I fully agree. I'm just telling you. I'm talking about years ago when it, see when people first start tracking, you realise so much about food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah, carbs enough. are fruits, veggies, mm -hmm. all the rest of it. That's a carb. So thing. then, as people saying don't eat carbs, like what the fuck would you eat? The problem is that the carbs are often the tastiest, and you can eat a lot. Of I them. think like starchy carbs you're talking yeah. about, but like, it's not even starchy <laughs> carbs. It's processed carbs. It's yeah. the carbs that are. Like, yeah, natural carbs. But even then, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, again, everything in moderation. Yeah. Don't eat past the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Have it for your lunch. Doesn't matter. Like, yeah. again, and that's my, again, my biggest thing is there is no good or bad foods. There really is not. Don't ever feel guilty about eating something, but don't expect change unless you change. Yeah, and don't eat mm. it in excessive exactly. amounts. Exactly, yeah, 100%. And that's my, you're, sometimes people's expectations don't match the effort they put in. Yeah. In fact, I'd probably say 99% of the time. <laughs> the expectation of change never Feel reflects the effort that you've put in or the consistency. <laughs> Do you agree, Zoe? She's yes. like an attack. 
But but we're the same. It's the same in the gym. Like Graham always batters on at me, and I want to get better at running, so I'm now doing more running. And Graham's like, "Well, you're not going to get better unless you run." And I'm like, "No, yeah. you're right. Like I know yeah. that. It's the truth." But doing story of my life. But doing one every three weeks is not going to necessarily make me. You need to be consistent with it. So it's the same with food. It's to lose body fat. If that's the goal, you need to be consistent with it. And again. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't have a piece of cake or a glass of wine if that's what you enjoy. You just can't do it as often as you probably are right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always say pick and choose. And one of my hacks, not that I know you said five things, but one of my big things that I use for a lot of my clients, and I talk about it a lot, don't do two bad things in a row. Now, I say bad within your quote because there is no bad things. But, for example, if we're going to sit here and eat a slab of cake, maybe don't go home and drive by McDonald's. You've had your cake, so go home and eat your dinner if yeah. that's the situation. Mm-hmm. Or... If you've if you're going out for dinner and you know you're indulging, then eat yourself eat a good breakfast and, or a lunch, knowing that you're going out for dinner and that's yeah, your sort point. Of like balance it out exactly. Don't do two bad things in a row. And I mm-hmm. always it's, sometimes it's just that that's little really good. I say yeah, bad. Like I don't like that word. It's not bad, but yeah, know you know what, what mean. I mean. So the yeah. things that you would consider, you know, less nutritious or yeah. less beneficial to your goal. It's that thing. It's the same as skipping the gym. If I'm not going today, don't do it tomorrow. I need to go tomorrow. So today's my day. That if I'm really can't be arsed and I'm not going right yeah. it means tomorrow I have to so I always yeah. say if that's something keep it in your head and when you pick up something you think actually I had that yeah. before I really need it now mm-hmm. yeah it's always a good little mind kind of trick don't do two bad mm. things in a row and alcohol oh <laughs> obviously this, I mean like this obviously this is hard isn't it because there's a lot of I I I am a binge drinker. Mm-hmm. Me too. I hold my hands up. I, I used never to be. sit and have one glass of wine in the house. I would never open a drink in the house. I don't drink ever. in my house. Never. I know a lot of people do, mm-hmm. but I if I go out, I'll binge. I don't even fucking like it. I'm just drink <laughs> glugging it down my neck. Mm. And then I love red wine. That's the, I think that's the only alcoholic drink I you enjoy. I enjoy. Yeah. But alcohol, I don't even know why I drink it yeah. because it actually me makes me so. Well, you, you two know, you two see it. I think, you, but I think you're doing you. it with me. But <laughs> yeah. alcohol, so there's two different. There's binge drinking alcohol, and then there's people who use alcohol, which I get a lot again clients as a comfort, or I've had a stressful day, so I'll have a glass of wine, and they think that that's the cure. It's not. It's making your stressful day worse. Yeah. Alcohol gives you anxiety. Now the oh anxiety God, yes. is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so alcohol is a natural stimulant and depressant. So when you drink alcohol, you feel better. You're going for it, but it's also a depressant. You're basically putting a poison into your system. That's that's what alcohol is. It is a poison. There is no nutritional benefit in any alcohol, even your red wine. Oh You're putting a poison into your system. That's great. <laughs> exactly. Damn it. But that's what alcohol is. Alcohol has no nutritional benefit to it. Yeah. You're choosing to put something into your body that alters your mindset, a drug, yeah. and enjoy it or not enjoy it. But anything that alters it, there's always something that comes after it. So... As you age, your body doesn't cope with it as better as well as it used to when you were younger. So when we were all twenty, exactly when we were all like eighteen, nineteen, you could drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and go back to work on Monday, and you were fine. Now it doesn't, or thirties, forties, whatever, doesn't happen. So what I always say for me, like again, when it comes back to alcohol, I enjoy alcohol. I enjoy a glass of wine. I enjoy an odd gin on an occasion. I've not drank for months, but I do enjoy when I do. Yeah. But for me, my biggest thing is sleep is my priority. If I even have a glass of alcohol, I will fall asleep, but I'll wake up through the night. So I have a broken sleep. So Mm -hmm. that always puts me off. So see if I'm going a night out or 
for example, we were at Graham's mum and dad's 60th the other night there and his mum offered me and I'm like, no, because I need to get up tomorrow and I know I'm going to have a broken sleep. So it was, I would have loved a glass of champagne, but I was like, no, yeah. my sleep's my priority because like I need the negatives that outweigh the, the pros of it. Yeah. 100%. And again, I think it comes down to education and being honest with it. Yeah. And also what I would say is both of us, Graham and I, were really beneficial in the sense of we removed ourselves in Qatar it was not a alcohol society yeah, yeah that's so what I was going to say that's the hardest part is massive. to say no and, yeah, and, and tell people why you're not drinking yeah, you just, but you don't it. need to you don't need to justify it no we but don't you, I don't justify you feel like you do, you feel like you do. You don't, and I mean no. I would also be the person who's questioning it so I can't even say it's annoying <laughs> you know, but it's, then it's that's interesting. Just I was habit. actually watching that's um, a habit that you would. It's do. just like a thing of yeah. You just would say why. Why are you not drinking? You know, yeah, um, even though it wouldn't bother me if you were drinking or not. I suppose because you you worry that somebody wouldn't be on your wavelength, wouldn't yeah, you? You just totally. think oh. But I was actually watching, um, listening to that Spencer Matthews, mm-hmm. um, Big Fish, yeah, podcast, and he was he's obviously got that clean co, yeah, alcoholic range non-alcoholic range should i say and he was saying i don't i can't quite word it how he did but alcohol is the only drug you have to justify not taking mm-hmm. and it's sort of a somebody said to you i'm not gonna i think he says i'm not gonna blow loads of coke for the next month you would turn around to him and you'd be like wow well done i'm so proud of yeah. you but then you say i'm actually gonna stop drinking for a month why Aye. that's boring yeah, i've seen that as well but actually. it's the same thing 100 mm. percent. one's just a powder form i know obviously one's a little bit more nuts <laughs> yeah, than the yeah. other but yeah. still actually yeah you, there's more deaths on alcohol than there is yeah Coke. More people are uh, addicted to alcohol as well, because it's oh, without so, a doubt, because yeah, it's so readily well, it's available so and naturally. It's very a cult- It's t- totally a cultural thing. More yeah. places in the world don't have that culture than do. It's just that's true. Us, actually, like, there's yeah. more places that don't. It's just because we've grown up in it. Yeah. But I would definitely say us leaving it made it easier coming back to it to be like, no, actually, when we were there, we definitely did drink and as I said we went to the Dubai bottomless brunches and done all that and it was amazing and I'm not saying I wouldn't do that now on an occasion but I definitely wouldn't indulge the way I would actually if I ever do drink I've got like that little trigger internal I'm like I don't let myself get drunk but you're also a mum as well and I think that's important as well to I don't have the benefit of luxury I'm lying on my sofa for three days you can't sit and die in bed for two days so alcohol again bringing it back to nutrition and I've got a client in my head and she'll know who she is when when I'm (laughs) talking about this but she would do alcohol after a stressful day so she would come in and have maybe a glass or two wine but then she would feel herself anxious to go back to work and it was that way and I'm like right okay so delved into it a little bit more and now she can go weeks without even thinking about it and she keeps it mm-hmm. for special occasions would make her happy so rather than turning alcohol as a it. comfort she's using it as a celebration yeah. which obviously you're not out every weekend celebrating something so it was like her boyfriend's birthday they were away at her mom, his mum and dad's house and things so they had a few drinks and she's like I just feel so much more in control in my own emotion saying naughty things she's like I've never felt as I've always felt peer pressured or the same if there's things going about that you have to take it because somebody's made it or you have to and she's like the control aspect of just being able to be like no do you know what and not having to explain it just be like no I'm good yeah just even think about that for a moment like that like don't explain yeah yeah and the next day you feel so good I know. I know you do. You don't ever regret not drinking. Never. Same with the workout. You're you right. Drinking every time, right enough. Mm. So I'm just gonna do some quick fire questions from our listeners. What does eight glasses of water a day actually achieve? Oh, uh, small glasses, large glasses. Just <laughs> so basically, you want to be hydrated. You need to stay hydrated. I would say again, two liters is a good ballpark. Two liters. Two liters is a good ballpark. Two, two liters is a good ballpark. Depending again, size, weight, how much activity. But again, yeah, two liters is a good ballpark. Okay. Biggest supplement faff? That you need them all. You don't. Key priority is that you should sleep, you should get enough water and eat good whole foods. Then supplements come next. 
Can you have too much protein? It's just a, it's just a calorie at the end of the day. Um, there's been um, data proven that you can't necessarily eat too much protein. There's just optimal proteins, and then there's protein that you're eating in addition that doesn't really do. No it's just more calories. Yeah, it's just more calories. Um, quick tip for curbing snacking. Uh, choose either lower calorie snacks or change your habit. When do you snack? Throw in something. So, for example, if you're most of Scotland, I would say snacks at night when they're watching telly. Yeah. That's their normal go to. They've yeah. had their dinner, they'll Comfort go to the snacking. Yeah, it's constantly there. Tea and a few biscuits, that's me. That's what I did today, I would say actually. Break Jeez. the habit. Foxies. Oh. <laughs> oh, I had some of them today. Break the habit. <laughs> get up, and if you've got iron to do, iron your shirts the next day. Do something to break the habit of you, what you would normally do when you snack. Is cardio necessary? For cardiovascular health, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask, so I know we've touched on it, but is the key to seeing results if you want to lose body fat, Mm -hmm. not weight, body fat, to just be in a calorie deficit? Yep. That's the top line. Yep. You don't need to think about all the fancy nonsense if it confuses you. No. Or if you don't see results in two days, don't read things online. Minimum, minimum, I would say three to four weeks if you're being, and I mean super consistent every day. If you've had days off the three to four weeks, do it over a case of six to eight weeks of a calorie deficit, and then look at the average. Have you dropped body fat? Yeah, you'll know. You'll know you're doing it anyway. But again, don't go crazy. I mean, small amount of calories, take it down, okay. make better choices more often. So I'm too lo- late to lose a stone before my trip next week as well. Yes, she? you are. Tips on how... <laughs> this is funny. Tips on how not to be a greedy bastard from 7pm onwards, please. <laughs> now, that's, that's exactly <laughs> habit. That's the habit. Yeah. The ha- honestly, habit has got so much to do with nutrition. And I always laugh and say um, nutrition's more about like your therapist and your psychology. Like I get all the... Yeah. More than actual food. And a lot of it's habit. When you come in for yeah. night or you come in for work you change into your jammies or whatever, you sit in front of the telly and it's you associate watching something with, with eating something. Yeah, that's true, so that, actually. So if you're watching something, just don't sit and yeah. get down the floor and stretch. That's what I tell a lot of my guys. It's yeah. like, when you keep moaning at me, your mobility's not getting any better, there's your time. So you rather yeah. sit on the couch, sit on the floor, stress. you're yeah. less likely to go and get your Doritos when you're sitting on the floor trying to stretch or do your yoga if that's what you're into then. Or again, if you've got tasks to do, i.e. school uniform or ironing your shirts or making food or tidying the kitchen do it then Easy yourself yeah do it the time where you normally snack or have some and not all which most people can't do <laughs> yeah do you know what i actually think is great for when you really want chocolate hot chocolate yeah like an options mm-hmm. yeah again it depends on what you enjoy when i want chocolate i like chocolate yeah <laughs> i know i mean that's, that's true that, yeah. yeah it's one of those but again it depends, it depends. if you just and want like the taste for it and see if you have a hot drink that takes quite a while to drink do you know what's good do you know what team? i mean a good one, and a lot of people. Um, hot water with diluting juice. It's sweet. It's a nice drink. Like hot mm. Ribena? Yeah. <gasps> Ooh, Something like that. I love that. Because that'll take you just as long to drink as what, like, yeah. eating a couple of bags of crisps would, because it's yeah. warm. Or, yeah, I'm just going to give you all my snack options. But again, and Graeman will be the same. I don't take anything out of my diet. I eat everything. But I just you try to eat in moderation, knowing fine well that... Yeah. I think life's too short, isn't it, yeah, at the end of the totally. day? Totally. Eat what you want. Totally. And just to round it up quickly, Jen, I just asked you two questions. Somebody, we asked what people have been a lot on their plate. Emotionally, somebody said trying to fit in exercise with two young children. Mm. So I know that's probably a lot of people stress with kids. What would your advice be for that? Um, if you've got a partner, I would be honest with them and 
talk to them and say how important it is that you have an hour to yourself. If you're by yourself, do what you can at home. When they're down, dedicate an hour. I think a big thing of it is be selfish and be realistic. Do you actually have the time? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like some people are like, I've got no time, mm -hmm. but could you find time? Do you watch Netflix for an hour at seven o'clock? Could that be your hour for the gym or could that? So depending on circumstances, Graham and I used to do the changeover with the kids. We've got loads of people in the gym, literally would be like handing a child for you to go to one class and go to the next. So it depends if you've got the support system there. Obviously some is harder yeah. than others, but again, movement, get out a walk with the kids, take them to the park, do things. It doesn't have to be in the gym. Just get active, generally. Mm, yeah. Preparation is key as well, isn't it? Yeah, oh, massively. That's my big downfall. I don't, I'm organised enough to actually make myself good food, believe it or not, half the time. Mm. And, we I, do, and I have the time. We do calendar blocking. So like, I know that sounds a bit like when you've planned ahead. So rather than waiting for chance, if you wait for chance, it probably never happens. So plan, like at seven o'clock on Tuesday, I'm going to make my meals for Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday. Like have a note of that. Mm -hmm. The yeah. same as you would for seven o'clock on Tuesday, I'm meant to be meeting Zoe for dinner. Like, yeah. yeah, It's that same thing, plan ahead and it's more likely to get done. Yeah. Things left to chance very rarely happen. I think the yeah. Sunday night planning your meals for the next week, go doing your food shop really helps yeah, me. totally. Get it all in one and you know mm. what I'm cooking. Me too. Totally. So what's been on your plate this week? Ooh. Uh, what's on your plate tonight? Tonight, I don't actually. Um, I'm not sure what I've got in tonight. It depends what time I go get the child, whether it'll be quick. But I do have stuff in the fridge that'll so be probably yeah. generally something pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, today, what did I do? Uh, today I had a pret. Oh man. Oh, I love a pret. Pret. You don't get. We don't get prets where I sit where we live, so it's always in town. So today I had the hot halloumi falafel wrap. That's oh. amazing. It was delightful. Yeah, it was good. It was very delightful. Was pret? it? What I'll say is pret is expensive. By the way, it was Six like pound or something. Yep. Yeah, it's so expensive, it? Was. Isn't it? I genuinely was like, oh, and I normally go to Dr. Noodle. Now you mentioned it in the podcast. I, Graham always laughs at me because it pings so through. It's so good. I think it, I'm so scared to change it because I get the same thing all the time. Damn. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm it's so, so new to this. Oh man, it's amazing. Uh, I only know where Jenna is when I get the notification for the bank. <laughs> <laughs> so much <laughs> What food I'm eating, where I'm. But today it was, Pret was right in front of me. I could have went to Dr. Noodle, but time was yeah, tight. So I went to Pret and got that. And yeah, I normally wouldn't have rap. ate out, but because it was Pret, it's special. I love Pret. Yeah, I do big love fan, a prep. big fan. Wow. So yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming thank on the pod. I know. Thanks, Jenna. I am a mountain of knowledge now. You I are. feel like you need to um, get me back now to do like a funny one. Yes. <laughs> that was very informative. So to summarise then quickly, yes. just for the listeners, uh, be honest with yourself. So many as make excuses. The biggest one always being I don't have time. You mm -hmm. do have time. You can find 10 minutes to make food. You can find time to go out a walk, even if it's around the block, or as I say, get down the floor. So be honest with yourself and take the pressure off. Like, food's there to be enjoyed. Mm. Stop trying to strive to be something. Just take the pressure off. Love you. <laughs> That's what it honestly is. A lot of it is just take that pressure off when you look online and see what other people are doing or yeah. wearing or... Like, are you fit? Are you healthy? Are you trying to be fit and healthy? Then that's it. And I always say, prioritise health first. Food comes later. If health is the I you want to live a healthy, longer life, then naturally you're going to drink less. You're going to eat better. You're going to move more. Rather than being like, I need to be a size eight or I want to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm feeling self-conscious about going out with these people. Like, mm -hmm. do you and do you the best yeah. you can. 2023, the year of love that. Health and self-love. Also, if anyone's interested in working with Jenna, she'll be taking on external clients from the 15th of March. So we'll put all the details on her story and you can check it out. Love it. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right, well, we'll see you next Tuesday, guys. Pass me this week. Bye-bye. Bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.